Rico this morning is our administrator with the Warren County Health Department, Jenna Link. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Sun is shining. Yes, and you get to get out of the office for just a few minutes this yes. morning. Yes. It's been very busy again. Oh, another tough week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, catch us up. Our case numbers, unfortunately, uh, have been on the rise, the highest we've ever seen since we began the task force, but you, you've had the cases have not been near as severe as we've dealt with. Right, which, I mean, the state has pretty has confirmed this week that primarily what we're seeing now is the Omicron variant. Um, there's still Delta out there too, but things are shifting. With that variant, it's two to three times more contagious. So, you know, we're really seeing it spread pretty easily um, through household contacts, social gatherings. You know, it's, it's pretty easy to spread. Now, the symptoms... Um, are very similar to what we've seen with the other variants, just not um, as much severe illness. So they think they you that know, the illness comes on a lot quicker. It kind of resolves a little quicker. It's kind of one of the theories behind why they have kind of shifted the isolation and quarantine requirements, and we're now you know talking about the five and five. And um, so yeah, it's just really important to be um, observant every day as to how you're feeling. If you're not feeling well, if you're having any COVID-like symptoms. You should stay home, stay away from others, get tested, um, all of those things. Okay. So what we uh, have seen um, locally, just in, uh, uh, I could give you about 10 instances where we've seen uh, Omicron uh, firsthand, and it seems like you start to lose energy. That's like the first, right, one right. of the first. Fatigue, yep. and that's, you know, that's a, been a common symptom. We're not seeing the loss of taste and smell Correct. so much as we did um, with the other variants, but fatigue headache, sore throat, um, fever, the respiratory. Some are reporting some gastrointestinal issues in addition to that. Um, so, yeah, just, and we, and we know there's seasonal flu going around as well as what we think might be norovirus. There's some vomiting diarrhea that isn't really associated um, with COVID. It hasn't tested out that way, at least at our clinic. So um, just lots going on. Yes. A lot of folks uh a little taken off guard by the norovirus, a lot of vomiting and diarrhea being right, reported, right. Um, no matter the age. At first, people are like, well, did I have, is this something I ate? Because right. this is, right. you haven't had it in two years. Right. But uh, in turn, it, it is looking like it's spreading right. like a norovirus. Exactly, exactly. That's which it can be kind of like COVID. It is, you can be contagious before symptoms even come on. So, and it comes on pretty quickly. Um, and so a lot of times people do tend to associate that with, you know, the last place they ate or the last thing they ate. And they think, oh, that's probably food poisoning. But um, because of the quick onset, not generally, it's it's more of it, it's the norovirus. So. And what is norovirus? Remind us. It, it's just another virus that causes gastrointestinal vomiting and diarrhea. Um, it can be transmitted on food. It can be ha- on hands. You know, that's why it's really important when you are ill to wash your hands really well. Um, you don't really want to prepare food for your loved ones when you're having some of those symptoms. Sure. So. Okay, so fatigue, headache, fever, cough, uh, some gastrointestinal uh, going with this Omicron. And it seems like um, it's lasting about three to four uh, days. Right. The the duration is a little bit shorter. Um, but, it you know, you still can be contagious for up to those 10 days, even though they have changed the isolation. You know, we talk about the five and five. So if you have symptoms... Um, or if you don't have symptoms, but you test positive, your your day zero is your onset or the day that you're tested if you're not having symptoms. And you should really stay home and isolate away from others for those first five days. Then your day six through 10, if 
you are fever free and no vomiting or diarrhea for 24 hours and symptoms are improving, you can go back to school or work on day day six if you are feeling better. If not, you should not go back, but you still have to go back and be able to wear a mask and distance from others days six through 10. Um, So, you know, because you could still be potentially contagious in those last five days. It's not as likely. The percentage is a lot lower, um, but you you know, you still need to be careful those last five days. Okay. Yeah, it seems like that Delta was the one that really, unfortunately, caused some some serious, um, what do you call it, uh, symptoms that led to some of the hospitalizations. Right, right. It was definitely much more aggressive. We were seeing a lot more severe illness. Um, those reporting to the hospital were in much worse shape. Now, we, okay. you know, our hospital hospitalization right now is a little off the charts. ICU availability, we are down to like 9.6% for last week. So that's, you know, really, really tight if you're needing to go um, for attention either from for COVID or for whatever else. You know, our, our hospitals are, are busy and um, seeing a lot in the ED and you know, availability of ICU beds is pretty limited right now. Um, but that's to be expected. When you have this many cases, you're going to see those that number in hospitals and ICUs increase. It just it's kind of correlates to that. The more infection, the more you're in the community, the more you're going to see those numbers go up. Yes. And unfortunately, we, we're down a hospital at the moment oh, I know. in I know. Knox County. So right. That, right. Uh, that doesn't help anything. Not, not a good time. Yeah. So. All right. So I see you down to 9.6%. What are our our numbers? I mean, you know, what's interesting about the numbers, too, is really it's just a number because a lot of people are testing at home now. Right. We have no idea, really, what's going on um, with with the home test that that doesn't get reported through the database that we have set up. So if, if you're tested at a provider... Um, those those results come to us. Home tests are not. We get a lot of people calling and saying, hey, I've been ill. I tested at home. What should I do? And we walk through with them the same things we tell everybody else. You know, isolate for your five days from onset and wear your mask days six through 10, quarantine, household contacts, notify your close contacts that you've tested positive so that they kind of know to watch for symptoms and get tested. You know, all those things that we, and, you know, make sure you're wiping down surfaces and, and disinfecting frequently touch surfaces. So, you know, we go through all of that with them, but that, that number doesn't get reported in our number. So, so we have no idea. How, so I we mean, have really no idea yeah. what, what it really truly is like, but, being but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, and it's, it's a valuable tool tool and you know, it, it can give you a quick, easy answer at home and you're you know, trying to get in someplace right now to get tested is really tough. Uh, many of us have focused primarily on symptomatic testing just because time and resources are, are pretty tight right now. So, um, you know, it, it's just, it's, how it's many kind of crazy time <laughs> it is how many uh, uh tests are you doing on a daily basis oh my gosh i think we have kind of we've i think tripled in number what right? we have a capacity to do on a normal day about 30 people in the morning because we do monday through friday um eight to noon symptomatic must be a warren county resident to come to our facility to test that we do partner some with with schools with staff and students so um you know we're doing about 30 a day okay and you had how many yesterday already? Oh, for positives for this week, we were already up at to 169, which last week we had 172. So, okay, you know, I anticipate, you know, if you look at 
other counties around, I mean, we're all almost kind of doubling <laughs> from week to week in our cases. And so the state is reporting that things are plateauing. We usually are a couple of weeks behind that. So, you know, things will kind of continue to look this way, at least for a couple more weeks. Yeah, I did see the story this morning that uh, the state, um, well, there were a multitude of things this morning. Uh, Dr. Ezekiel gave a um, on the Illinois Information Service, uh, gave a, a, a speech, answered some questions uh, about the, the current numbers and uh, said, you know, it's, it's a challenge right now. And they're going right. to dispatch FEMA uh, mm-hmm. to the hospitals to help, like 2,200 uh, FEMA nurses and, and staff members right. to our hospitals who are right. overrun. Right. Right, which, you know, that's great, but I feel like some of that has caused some of the, you know, you hear about all these traveling nurses now, and I feel like they've pulled them out of local resources to do some of this traveling stuff, and so it's, you know, you're kind of just robbing Peter to pay Paul a little bit, but hey... I'm sure the hospitals would be glad to take the help wherever they can get it because they're just so short staffed with dealing with, you know, more illness, plus their own staff being sick and being out. And yeah, it's it's a challenge. Have you heard when uh, the test kits from the the quote unquote government are supposed to come? And I ask that only because uh, some folks uh, that we know are are, they're out of they're out of tests right now. Right. I do not. I do not have a a drop uh, any idea when those will be available. Okay. so. And uh, again, testing is at the Warren County Health Department, symptomatic. You have to call to make an appointment, 8 to noon, uh, Monday through Friday. Monday through Thursday. Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. Glad you Friday said Friday is our clinic day for, for vaccinations, um, boosters. Uh, so every Friday from 9 to noon, we're still doing vaccinations and boosters. It's really important. I mean, you can look at our numbers and... You know, I I say that 20 to 60 age group is the group that's really still kind of holding out on on getting vaccinated for whatever reason. Um, Everyone kind of has their own decisions as far as how they want to protect themselves and their family from from COVID. But you can really look at that age group. And that's also the age group that's working class. And so you're out and about more and a little more exposure. But, you know, our 60 and over group, they're like 95 percent vaccinated and boosted and we're really not seeing those numbers for cases or or hospitalization so you know I just continue to encourage if you haven't been vaccinated or if you're due for your booster get that going that definitely is um, you know one one tool that we have that can help protect and a reminder that uh, the Illinois Department of Public Health has changed the contact tracing Right. They handle that right. now. You get a text message. Right. So they're they're shifting. It, it seems a little out of line with the way our cases are right now. The change in the isolation and quarantine, you know, when numbers are crazy and we're going to shorten days and send people back when maybe they might still be a little bit contagious. And, you know, and we're, we're talking about centralizing our contact tracing. And, you know, we've seen over the last few weeks, um, you know, people are fatigued. They're not answering the call. They're n- not wanting to disclose who their contacts are. And so the state was kind of trying to shift things around a little bit, free us up to do more testing and vaccinations versus on the phone all day doing contact tracing. So it, at the end of the week, all positive cases for the state of Illinois will go into what they call the surge center. It's the same type of setup that we use for our contact tracing, but it's it's centralized by the state. And so you get an automated text message when you're positive that says Department of Public Health is trying to contact you. You can reach out to that number, opt in 
to, to be traced and interviewed through them. They send you text messages. You have access to the website that gives you information about what you should do if you're positive or if you have household contacts. And also, if you do those assessments, you have a way of getting your release letter at the end of your isolation and quarantine that you may need to take back to school or back to work um, that says you're you're good to go and okay to return. So just trying to lighten the load a little bit on local health departments. We are going to continue. We will still have access to our jurisdiction, so we'll see all, all cases for Warren County. We are currently prioritizing 18 and under so that we can assist our schools. We're really trying to keep those kiddos in the classroom and, and protect the staff as, as best we can. Then we've kind of bumped to the next, you know, 18 to 45 roughly because you're thinking that's probably some of your parents staff, workforce, trying to contact trace them. Um, The state is prioritizing 65 and over, so they will be reaching out to them. That's your highest risk for severe illness. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, trying to get in touch with those folks and talking to them about monoclonal antibodies and, and things like that. So, you know, just really kind of a kind of a shift right now and what what the approach is. But numbers right now are off the charts so and the monoclonal antibodies we keep receiving information that they are rationing those right they're i mean they're hard to get by obviously we have so many ill individuals that really could use those but the supply isn't there um so they're you know there's some pretty tight priority groups that would even have access um, to those monoclonal antibodies okay well, the only thing I do not care for um, is is the the texting simply because we tell people all the time, don't opt into. Uh, that's how people get know, your information, and our IT guys everywhere are like don't. The, the, the government will only contact you by letter, and now they're do, you know, right. doing it by Which text the, message. The phone number, I, I do have that, so okay. we might want to share what that phone number is. So if this comes across, you know, if you are a positive case and um, you get this text message from the Department of Public Health, you you know it is a legitimate source. It's 312-777-1999. So, you know, the that 312 number it is legit and it, it is the P- Department of Public Health trying to get in touch with you. Um, even if you don't want to opt in, you can still go to the website and then it'll give you lots of information. Okay. Well, again, that number is 312-777-1999. Okay, good. At least people will know that's a legitimate a text message and some people don't have phones right they, they right. don't not text. everybody has the capability to get text messages or even access a website um you know we kind of that was when we were doing our vaccine clinics when we first were started so many people were like i don't have access to a computer i don't have access to a printer i don't have a smartphone you know and so we set up the good old-fashioned landline that you call in and make appointments for um, we're in a rural area that doesn't really have the best internet access in certain spots so you know this this alleviates some burden but then you know we all like to hear a familiar voice. So That's we encourage so if people still have questions, it's not that you can't call us and we, we're we still going to be there to answer any questions to, and, and help get us through these next few weeks as, as much as we possibly can. That's what we're going to hope is that uh, the plateau will happen. Right. It certainly has in some other countries. Right. Um, so we, we will hope for the safety and, and uh, just get through it. Right. And hopefully it's not Groundhog Day again. I know. I know.
So I said 2022 was going to be better. So they can't make me a liar, right? That's right. <laughs> We've got to get there. That's right. Anything else, though, that you want people to know from the health department? No, just, just stay safe. Monitor for those symptoms. If you're not feeling well, um, stay home. And if you need to get tested, call, make an appointment and get tested. Okay, Jenna, thank you. Thank you. Jenna Link with us, Warren County Health Department Administrator on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.1.